This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC TrustBooks. Go to HVACTrustBooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. The last podcast, we started talking about my customer wishes for you for 2021. And today we're going to continue the discussion there. So we talked about the fact that maintenance is the most important thing that you do because it funds service and it funds replacements. I asked you to figure out how many maintenance agreements you had, how many maintenance agreements you need to have maintenance cover the entire overhead of your company, and what the plan would be to get to the number that you need if you're not there already. So in today's session, we're going to talk about some ideas of how to get to the number that you need. So the first thing that I would hope that you would do is to make a list of every customer that has not renewed their maintenance agreement in the past two years. Find out how many there are. And if there are a lot, you better figure out why. Um, you, you, you want to maintain a renewal rate of a minimum of 80% a year. And if you're not doing that, somebody's not doing their job right. That means either that they don't trust the technicians who are out there doing maintenance, or you're not contacting them and reminding them that here's some things that you can do to help you save money on your utility bills and be more comfortable in your home and talk to them other than the twice a year that you're out there. All right. You want to cultivate the trust. You want to cultivate the feeling of being good, having a good feeling that they're actually doing maintenance with you. All right. If you are using, you know, MeasureQuick and Sensi Predict, it's really easy because you're doing the monitoring. You can send them a little email every single month that says, hey, we're monitoring your system. It was in good shape in last month. Just wanted to make sure that you know that we're keeping on top of this. All right. So those things can help you help them and remind them, oh, yeah, that's why I have a maintenance agreement. And I would use include one one or two little tips that helps them save money on their home and be more comfortable in their home. It could be something as simple as um, make sure that there are no glass grass clippings around your units. You know, stuff like that, things that they may not think about. Making sure that they close their curtains in the, you know, west side of their homes in the afternoons. You know, little things that help them and that they may or may not think about. So make sure you contact them every single month, something quick, that reminds them why they own a maintenance agreement with you. So make your list. And what you want to do is you want to call everybody who has not renewed their maintenance agreements. You go, well, I don't have time to do that. Somebody in your company needs to take the time to do it. And if you don't have somebody internally, hire a part-time person to do this. This person will pay for themselves if they're good. You want somebody who's good on the phone, somebody who's happy on the phone, somebody who cares about the customers and making sure that they um, are taken care of and that they are paying the lowest possible utility bills that they can do. So you're going to call them. You're going to tell them you're concerned. You're going to schedule a maintenance visit. And you're going to leave messages if you have to leave messages. And you're going to follow up by mail with the customers that you don't talk to. Now, I want to talk to you about leaving voicemails and letting you um, 
how to talk to the customer when you're leaving voicemails or you know, getting the customer on the phone. So, you know, you have to follow the rules. You know, this is the reason for your call, who are who you are and who your company is. But you don't have to do it the way everybody does it and it drives me nuts. So, most people go, "Hi, my name is Ruth King." Click. Right? I'm not going to put up with that. I don't need a telemarketer calling me on the phone. But, you know, if you said it this way, "Miss Smith, I'm concerned about you." And they're like, who's calling? You know, I'm Jane Doe. I've said who I am. And we're the company that takes care of your heating and air conditioning system. Usually they'll get a laugh at this point. Our records show that you haven't had your, you know, necessary maintenance to ensure that your system is safe and saving you money. She's going to listen because you started it with Mrs. Smith. I'm concerned about you. You didn't start it with, hi, my name is Ruth King. Click. You started with her name and the fact that you're concerned. Well, why are you concerned about me? Because that's what's going through their head, or who is this? And you're going to tell her exactly who you are. All right, so if you're going to leave it as a voicemail, you're going to go, Miss Smith, I'm concerned about you, and she's going to listen. I'm Jane Doe, and we're the company that takes care of your heating and air conditioning equipment or your plumbing system or your generator or your pool and spot, you know, whatever it is. Um, our records show that you haven't had the necessary maintenance to ensure your system is safe if you're, it's an HVAC furnace or saving you the most money or whatever the benefit of your maintenance is. Call me or text me at you know 123-456-7890 to schedule this vitally important check of your heating and air conditioning system, of your generator, of your, your house or whatever. Okay. Again, I'm concerned. This is who I am. This is why I'm calling. Okay. So if you get Mrs. Smith on the phone, you do exactly the same thing. You go, Miss Smith? Yes. I'm concerned about you. Well, who is this? Well, I'm Jane Doe, or I'm Ruth King, and we're the company that takes care of your plumbing systems in your home. And we noticed, or our records show, that you haven't had your maintenance this year yet. And it's vitally important that this happens so that you pay the lowest possible utility bills. Is this correct? Yes. And then you schedule the appointment. Okay. And if it's a point where they have not renewed their maintenance, it's like our records show that you haven't renewed your maintenance and I'm here to help you renew it and schedule your appointment if you'd like. All right. And they can say yes or they can say no. They say no, they say no. But a lot of times when somebody says no, I'll go no and turn the no into a question and you usually find out why they're saying no at that particular point. All right, so you're going to talk about why you're calling. I'm concerned. And you're going to leave a phone number to call back if it's a voicemail. And make sure that the phone number that you leave is textable. All right, do not leave the company phone number. Leave a cell phone text number because a lot of people will text back. Okay? So when we get back from break, I'm going to give you some more things that you can do to help build your maintenance and help build your customer base in 2021. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign when the service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales too. 
to get a copy of the leak letter for free. Just send Ruth an email at ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you how to leave voicemails and how to talk with customers on the phone so that they don't hang up on you. Give them the reason Mrs. Jones were concerned. Then tell them who you are and why you are calling. All right. So that's what you do to renew all of your customers who have not renewed. You can assume that it's time to schedule the maintenance and you can schedule it at that point. Okay. Now, the next place to go, the next place to look is all of your customers who don't have maintenance agreements. Okay. Now, this assumes that you want your customer base as maintenance agreement clients. There are some customers who are probably marked do not go, a pain in the butt to work with. They never are happy. And you don't want those customers. Those are the ones who I fire. And you should fire. They should probably have a do not go by their name in your customer base. But for all the other ones, and I'm sure there are tons of other ones, we want to get them involved in a maintenance program. Rule of thumb is this. One third of your customer base at a minimum should own a maintenance agreement. So if you have 300 customers, 100 of those should be involved in your maintenance program and should own a maintenance agreement. If you want to grow by 100 maintenance agreements in 2021, you need 300 opportunities. Now, as you get better and better and better at this, the number of opportunities will go down. Um, there are some of my clients who have a 60-70% enrollment rate, but it rarely happens on the first time. Sometimes people need you know, a season, so to speak, to actually think about it. And many times, you know, you'll get a call in the fall when it's time to schedule their appointment or their spring and say, you know, that tech was out here last spring or last fall and he talked about the maintenance thing. I think I want to go ahead and do it. So sometimes it takes educating the customer more than one time. So, you know, to get a 50-60% enrollment rate, it takes a little bit of time and continuous focus on maintenance. So that's important to do, but let's let's use the worst. Let's use 30%. So you want to grow by, let's say, 500 maintenance agreements next year. You need 1,500 opportunities. And the best place to look for those 1,500 opportunities is in your customer base. I would imagine that all of you have customers that you have not done work for in the past 18 months in your customer base. So this goes to everybody. But if you have a customer base with five or 10,000 customers, that you haven't done business with in 18 months to five years, these are prime to come back. Not necessarily and only for maintenance. You know, it's time for a heating check. It's time for a cooling check. It's time to get your system, um, you know, taken care of, maintained, worked on, whatever. So it's really important to go back to your customer, customer base and find out how many people have never had maintenance and those are the people that you want to contact next. 
So contact them. You can start with a direct mail postcard that says we want you back. Here's a $25 coupon for any repair. Call us to talk about how um, to make your utility bills the lowest that they can, you know, be more comfortable in your home, save money, whatever. Just talk to them. You know, there's plenty of places out there to go to get information and help you do maintenance or do mailings or do postcards. The script would be, for all intents and purposes, Mrs. Jones, thank you for being our customer. That's how you start it. All right, not Mrs. Jones, this is Ruth King with ABC Heating and Air. Click. They will forgot that they used ABC Heating and Air the last time they had a problem. You started again the same way as you started the maintenance, where we started with Mrs. Jones, I'm concerned about you because your maintenance has not been done or you've not renewed it. In this particular case, Mrs. Jones, thank you for being our customer. And they're not going to remember them doing work with you unless the work was really bad, which I'm sure has not happened. All right. So you're going to continue to call them and you can continue to do those types of things. You're going to reactivate all of your inactive customers. You're going to try and get them all enrolled in maintenance agreements. And you're in a situation where the more that you do, the better off that you're going to be and the more maintenance you're going to have. And that bullseye is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. A couple of other things that I would think that you might want to do in 2021. Number one is a customer appreciation day. And these are always so much fun every time I do one with a client. And, you know, it's a reason to have an invite. Now, once COVID's over, you know, people will start coming back out and they're going to want to get back out because they've been, you know, so cooped up for so long. So have a customer appreciation day. I'm not saying in January this month or anything like that, we're going to have to watch what happens with this virus. But let's assume the virus is, you know, abating and it's getting over and and people are starting to get out and the numbers are going down and everything else like that. So have a customer appreciation day. Customers will definitely appreciate it. It's an open house. Um, Serve hot dogs and hamburgers. You know, have specials only for those who come. If you come, we'll give you a $25 off coupon or $100 off a new system or, you know, whatever, a project, things along those lines. You can have food, you can have door prizes, you can have giveaways. They're always fun to do. And it's an opportunity where the customers get to meet the people who they've listened to and voices that they've heard on the phone, and they can put a voice with the name. And it's fun for customers, it's fun for you, and it's amazing how much work actually gets done during that time period. So that's one thing I would suggest you do in 2021 once the COVID stuff is over. Um, People want a reason to get out at that point. And the second thing I'd suggest you do is to have a contest. You remember those three months we talked about at the beginning of the last podcast, which are always your awful months or two months or whatever they are. So what I suggest you do is have a contest. If you've always lost money in those months and the revenues were always a certain amount, how much revenue will it take to actually um, break even or a little profit in those months? Figure it out and then add the cost of the contest. One of my clients had has the situation where July and August are their slowest months, so you can tell where they are. And we did a contest one year that if they um, reached a certain goal of revenue in, in July, they got $200. If they reached a certain goal of revenue in August, they got $200. If they reached both months, they got $500 each. Everybody in the company, 
and you're going, oh my gosh, I can't afford this. Well, figure out how much revenue you have to do to be able to afford it. And remember, there are payroll taxes that you have to pay on this on these dollars, okay? So don't forget payroll taxes. And so we did it. And it was really, really interesting because they had all spent the $200 in their mind before they actually got the money for July. And they made it in July and they didn't make it in August the first year. And they were really disappointed because all of them wanted $500 and they got $200. So guess what happened the next year? They made it. So you can take your slowest months of the year and get everybody involved in building revenues um, and everybody participates and everybody gets the rewards for doing it. You know, I've also had clients do where they took everybody out for the steak dinner and they brought their spouses and paid for the babysitters. There's lots of different ways to do revenue goals. Um, but it, I would do one for your slowest times of the year. And do it so that you make a little money after you pay all of the spiffs for reaching the goal. So in 2021, execute. Figure out what you're going to do. Figure out how you're going to market. Figure out how you're going to reactivate your inactive customers. Figure out how you're going to actually renew the customers who have not renewed your maintenance plans. And figure out how much it will take for you to have the entire overhead of your company paid for by maintenance. Once you do that, life gets a lot simpler. You'll build a lot more profit and you'll build a lot more wealth. So with that, thank you for listening and thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.